Hi, everybody. This is Pastor Jack Pigeon. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Living with Purpose, and I'm so glad you're here. Grab a notebook. We've got some scriptures and things we're going to go through, and uh, we're going to actually kind of try and put a bow on the renewing of the mind. I believe this is probably the 34th episode that we've been able to air, and I've just really dedicated a whole year to really talking about this subject because it's so important for a believer you know, Paul talked about there's three types of people in the Bible. Um, you have the unbeliever, you have the carnal believer, and you have the spiritual believer. And that carnal believer is somebody that is unborn again, unregenerated. They don't know anything about God. They're separated from God. But then you have the carnal Christian. And the carnal person was somebody that got born again, but they never changed the way that they thought. And because they never changed the way that they thought, they were almost treated like they were small children and, and acted almost like a small children would act, a small child would act. And then you have the spiritual person. And the spiritual person was somebody that not only understood spiritual things, but were able to share and teach spiritual things also. So I don't want to be in that carnal category. I don't want to be somebody that just got born again, but I never really grew up in the things of God. I never took the word and changed the way that I thought. I never put in the work. And I know we don't like to use those words when it comes to discipleship and Christianity, but there is a work of the Spirit. There's a work of faith that we do as a believer. You know, God has done everything that He's ever going to do for you. God has sent His Son. God took His very, very best, and He sent Jesus into this earth when we were at our worst, not at our best. God's done everything that He's ever going to do for you, but it's on me now to set my mind on the things that are above. And that leads me into the scripture that we want to talk about today. Let's look at the book of Colossians. And this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible because I like practical things. I like when the word says, do this, do this, and you'll be successful. And uh, so let's look at the book of Colossians and beginning in verse 3. And we're going to read verses 1 through 4. It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. I want you to just to notice something immediately in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2. Set your mind on things that are above. Who's he talking to? He's talking to me. He's telling me, Jack, you set your mind on things that are above. If he's telling me to set my mind on it, that means that I'm in control of it. I'm in control every day on what I set, or let me use a different word, direct my mind to. Just like I have a remote control television that I can click those buttons, I am clicking the buttons on what I am watching. It's exactly the same with my thinking. I am setting my mind on what I want it to think on on a regular basis. So I'm in control. That's something that I can do. I can change the way that I think, and I can set my mind on things that are above so a lot of times, well, what are things that are above? Do I want to think about the atmosphere, the stratosphere, and all those types of things? No. Do I want to think on um, the things in heaven? Do I want to think on pearly gates? Do I want to think on streets paved with gold? Is that setting my mind on things that are above? Okay, maybe. 
But in reality, what I'm saying is, is I want to set my mind to the heavenly region. I want to set my mind on the things that are from heaven. I want to set my mind on the things that are above. I wrote this down. To set your mind on the things above is to not only seek heaven, but to also think heaven. What if we spent all day just thinking about the things of heaven, not going to heaven, but to think the way that they think in heaven? What if I spent all day thinking on the things that are in heaven? Listen to me. The things of the Spirit should be more real to me than the temporary things of the earth. Believe it or not, right now in the spirit realm, the things in the unseen realm are more real than the things that are in the seen realm. I tell people this all the time because we like to really preach and teach about faith. You can believe God for the greatest car that's ever been made. You can say, Lord, I'm going to believe you for this beautiful Maserati, whatever it cost $8 billion. There's only two of them in the whole world. I'm going to believe you, God. Uh, I'm going to go through this faith process, and I'm going to believe you for that car. Well, you do the, the steps of faith. You sow your seed. Guess what? You get blessed with that vehicle. Well, I don't care how expensive that car is. I don't care who made it. Uh, I don't care what kind of fuel you put in it. It is a temporary thing in the realm of this world. It is going to, The minute it was built, it began to age. The minute you drove it, it began to age. And so what was the most important thing in that faith process? It wasn't that you got the $8 million car. It was that you used something that was unseen. You used your faith to receive it. See, that's an unseen thing. That's a heavenly thing. I want to think on those things from above. It's not that I got the car. It's that God showed me through faith how to receive from Him. That's the eternal thing. Those are the things that are going to last forever. Houses, cars, boats, all these things are going to fade away one day. But the eternal things, the things from heaven, those are the things that are going to stand. So I want to set my mind on those things. I like 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. It says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is seen is eternal. What is not seen is eternal. What are some of the unseen things? Uh, how about God? I can think about God all day long. How about Jesus? How about the Holy Spirit? How about righteousness? How about glory? How about um, anything that has to do with grace? Those are unseen things, but they are more real by faith than the things that I can actually see with my own two eyes. Those are the things. I want to set my mind on things that are above. You know, whatever you set your mind on, you have programmed into your GPS, and that's where it's going to take you. You know, whatever I set my mind on, whatever I set my affections on, you know, when I was believing God to get married and I met Michelle, you know, my GPS, I set my eyes on my affections on her, and I went after those affections, and we've been married now 26 years. I set my mind on it. I went after it. I set my affections after it. Whatever you set your mind on, that's the direction that you're heading in. And so if you don't like the direction that you're going, change the way that you think. If you don't like the results you're having in your life, then you got to change the way that you think. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. That is so important. 
I walk by faith and not by sight. I want to be led by the things of the Spirit and not by the things of the world. I want to use my faith. See, um, grace is God speaking to me. Faith is me speaking back. Everything that God has done for us, the only way that I can actuate it, the only way that I can get it is by faith. And so I have to use my faith to believe God for those things. But guess what? Faith is unseen. Uh, there's nothing tangible and it doesn't affect our five physical senses are totally, they are relegated out of, this, out of the whole situation. You're never going to smell God, taste God, touch God. You're, we are never going to create with a spiritual God with our five physical senses. Our senses. We're going to connect to him by the spirit. Well, I can't see the spirit. Where's the spirit? Who's the spirit? I can't see it. Did the spirit just come in? Did he leave? We can't sense that with our own five physical senses, but by the spirit, by the spirit, part of us that's alive to God, we can know those things. So we're still talking about the renewing of our mind. But I want to, what I want to kind of finish this up with is that yes, the renewing of the mind, one of the single most important things you'll ever do, but also how do I just live this life? What do I think about on a daily basis? You know, you're telling me what not to think about, but give me something to think about. And that's what I want to end with today. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And this is some of my favorite scriptures. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things things. So God gives us things that we can think on. See, we have to train our minds to think on these things. If we don't have any type of uh, control over our thinking, our minds just go to whoever and whatever. And, and in this digital world where we're just completely surrounded by instant news and screens and videos and reels and you know TikTok and all that kind of stuff, those are little two and three minute excursions into our thinking, but they take us captive each time that we do it. And so I want to train my mind. So the Lord says, okay, here's what I want you to think on. Think on things that are true. Something that's true is something that cannot be hidden, something that is a reality, something that is a fact. If you want to think on things, you need to find out what are facts. Here's the facts. God loves you, that the word of God is true, that Jesus is returning, that all the promises of God are yes and amen. Think on the things that are true. Think on the promises of God. Think on, on love. Think on all of these things. Think on the fruit of the Spirit because they're facts. They're true. Uh, when it says think on things that are honorable, think about things that are deeply respected because they are viewed as majestic. I can't think of anything more majestic than Jesus and His Word. Think on Jesus. Think on His Word. That is something that's, that, that is worthy of our honor, that's worth, worthy of the glory that He gets. Think on things that are right, that are approved by God. We could just stop right there. Don't think on, if it doesn't have the stamp God approved on it, don't think on it. Before I say a word, before I think something, before I go watch something, before I look at something, I want to look for that seal. Is this message approved by God? If it's approved by God, then I can think on it. I can, I can let it into my thinking because it's going to be something that helps me or blesses me. I want to think on things that are pure. And this is really cool. This is something that is not mixed with guilt. 
we get so condemned in our thinking with condemnation because we have such a works mentality, like I did something, therefore God doesn't love me. I did something, therefore I've lost my salvation. I did something. We think so much about sin and sin consciousness that we forget about the grace of God. And, you know, we, we all mess up. The grace of God is there for us. I don't want to live a pattern of sin because that's a whole different ballgame, but we're going to go through this life where we mess up. I want to think on something that's pure. I don't want to, I don't want to be like, you know, does he love me? Does he not love me? Am I double-minded in my thinking? No, no, I want to think on things that are pure. I want to think on things that are lovely, that are dearly prized, that are worth the effort to have. Think about everything that Jesus did for you. Think about all he's done for your family. Think about all the miracles that it took to get you to where you are today. Think about God's plan. Think about that if God took the time to get you to where you are today, he's not done with you. And he's going to continue doing what he said he would do in your life. But we just got to change the way that we think. Think on the things that are admirable, that are well reported of, that have a kindly spirit, that are reputable. Think on the things that are excellent. And this is a good one. Things of moral excellence. I do not want to spend my time thinking about things that are depraved. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go to movies where there's no moral excellence. I don't want to go somewhere and pay that kind of money to look at nudity and have someone cuss at me for two and a half hours. That is not thinking on something that is excellent. I want to. You got to think of your mind and your mind and your spirit and your heart as the the holy of holies, the temple of God. The Bible says, "I would never walk into the temple of God. I would never walk into the the holy of holies." with a projector and a movie screen and start showing pornography in the Holy of Holies. Think about what we're doing. When we let stuff into our eyes, when we let stuff into our ears and our eyes and come out of our mouth, we are allowing it to take place in the Holy of Holies where God lives. And so I don't want to do that. And I want to think on things that are praiseworthy, that have an enthusiastic acknowledgement. They are appropriate because it relates to God's wills. Man, there's just a million things that we can think on, that we can choose to set our minds on. We don't have to think about this world all the time. We don't have to, don't let the news prophesy to you how your life's going to be this year. Go to the Word of God. Find out what He says. Think the way that God thinks, and you'll begin to act the way that God acts, and you'll begin to have the results that anybody in the Bible ever had when they did what God told them to do. Well, we've come to the end of another broadcast. This is Pastor Jack Pigeon, and uh, I really just want to encourage you, if this is the first broadcast you've looked at, go back and look at some of the older broadcasts. We've been doing this for almost a year now. You know, sometimes the battle is not won and lost on the field. It's won and lost in the way that we think, and we, if we think like God, that you're a winner, that you're the head, that you're not the tail, then when you go to perform on the field, it's just going to come out naturally. But how you think is going to dictate pass, fail, win, lose. The battlefield is in the mind. This is Pastor Jack Pigeon. Love you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.